Baby, I'm hungry. Oh, my <laughs> God. All right. And we are back. Welcome to another episode of Joel's Mind Podcast, where today we will be diving into relationships. And like I promised, I have a very, very special guest on today's show. And I will go ahead and just try jump right into that and introduce her. So today's special guest is very special, very special to me, very special to y'all. Very, uh, um, a very personable person that y'all have learned to listen to and hear about. And that is my beloved queen, Lupita. Say hello, baby. Don't be shy. Hi, baby. <clears throat> Thank you for having me. I feel honored. Oh, thank you. Thank you for, you know, sh- you know spending your time with me in this uh, environment and uh, putting yourself out there like that with me. So I appreciate you. Thank you for being courageous. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So uh, today's episode is about relationships, as you know. Um, it's going to be a good one. Uh, we're going to talk about relationships um, in a general spectrum. And then we're going to go ahead and talk about some love languages. And then, as usual, going to go ahead and talk about our answer some questions. Um, y'all special people out there have asked us. So um, we'll go ahead and do that. So before we get started, baby, I'd like to uh, do a little toast with you, if you don't mind. Of course. Cheers to uh, you being a bad bitch that you are. <laughs> And uh, support me in doing the the crazy things that I like to do. I'm here for every step of the way, baby. Oh, that'll wake you up. Relationships. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about relationships. So, you and I are in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Pretty serious one, if you ask me. I would agree. (laughs) How long have we been together, baby? (laughs) um pretty much seven years i mean yeah january 12th is our anniversary and that's like less than a month away so that'll be seven years in january that'll be seven years in january time gone well um i like our relationships pretty cool relationships fun definitely say i have had the most fun with you of all my relationships. I hope so. I have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm able to take the staple on everything when it comes down to uh, being in a relationship. So it's a great honor and a privilege <laughs> to have that. So um, relationships, where you, uh, what kind of relationships do you have growing up? Um, I had... A relationship with my parents, my family members, my cousins, um, my best friends. Um, and that's pretty much it. I didn't really date much in high school or middle school. Or, yeah. Yeah. Preserving yourself for someone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's cool. I respect <laughs> it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I can't really say a whole lot the same. You know, I was preserving my heart. I promise. But, you know, I was, uh, I was a cool kid back in the day, so 
I like to intermingle and get to know different people. And uh, that's what I did. So, relationships. One thing I'd like to talk about today is a communication that you have with your uh, significant other and the importance of communicating. So, what are your thoughts on communicating with your partner? Um, It's hard. Well, it's not hard, but at first it is. I feel like you need to learn your spouse's communication style. And I think both of the parties need to look at their communicative style and maybe... If it's not working, change it. I feel like a lot of us communicate in a certain way, and that's just the way we communicate. And sometimes it's hard for other people to gauge what they're trying to say. So learning to communicate in a positive manner can be hard sometimes. I would agree. I would agree. It's uh, it's definitely a skill to communicate, you know, in a, in a range of spectrums, like being able to switch up your communication style. I think it's very important, you know, to know when you are feeling emotional and when you're acting out on that emotion yeah. or like, um, you know, like if you're knowing that you're not able to communicate, like to be able to communicate that sometimes is just necessary. You know what I mean? Like I can't speak to you right now because I don't know what to, don't know how to formulate the words, um, or describe what I'm going through or what I'm feeling is also, um, it's just as, you know, essential as being able to communicate those words when you are able to find them. Um, not only that too, but, you know, sometimes people are just not approachable or it's not easy to communicate with some people. So, you know, learning how to gauge that as well, like just communicating is important. I think it's a key component in a relationship. And I think that it's something that we should continue to work on and continue to grow your communicative skills in everywhere, not just in your relationships. I feel like it spills over. If you don't say much in your relationships, um, you're probably not going to say much at work. You're probably not going to say much in your, you know, other relationships because you're just used to not saying anything. So communicating is key in everything and practicing it within yourself so that it pours out into everything else you do is important. I agree hundred percent. That is important. Um, I don't know if you knew this or know this, but growing up, I was a very introverted. I don't know if you know this, but growing up, I was very introverted. And uh, I definitely had a problem with communicating. Like, I didn't know how to communicate to a certain degree, like, because I was nervous. Like, I didn't really, um, you know, I had anxiety as a child, you know, not really knowing, never really been diagnosed for it. But, like, understanding what it is now like when i was a kid i you know i would feel overwhelmed but there was times where like i was willing to speak up and say things um but there's some times where i'm in a setting where i won't say much because i'm nervous or i'm overwhelmed with wanting to say something but not really getting what i want to say out with the right words um but it's uh, it is a skill, something I've learned to kind of gather. Reading is something I've I you know I highly recommend to anyone out there. That's definitely is not the greatest at communicating. Um, just by absorbing the words and the sentences, especially books that are you know they invoke different emotions from their characters. You know the characters 
I will tend to speak in a certain way. So like I've learned, I used to be a bookworm when I was a you know kid growing up. Um, so I, I really think my uh, my range in language and communication does come from when I used to read a lot back in the day, and then over the time of grabbing the books off the shelf and reading them. Um, highly recommend anyone if you are struggling or you know maybe just want to sharpen up your communication skills highly recommend grabbing a book um to do that that's something that will engage your cognitive abilities more differently than it would if you are just scrolling through twitter and reading a bunch of slang but yeah so yes communication is very essential in relationships um and all of them, like you're saying, which I agree 100%, you know, I think that's what really, you know, bonds uh, relationships is, you know, having that communication with each other and, you know, being able to share, you know, certain depths of your, of your mind and your soul, you know, whether that's through humor or, you know, uh, sharing a story with each other or um, just being able to like, you know, finish each other's sentences, you know what I'm saying? It's like almost you understand that person on a deeper level if you are able to know what they're going to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think there's good in both spectrums. Like, you know, your girl doesn't shut up. If you know me, I talk way too much. <laughs> and then there's Joel who says he doesn't say enough. But, you know, I think there's a regulation of both. Like, you know, sometimes I do need to watch what I say for those of you that are like me and just are so excited and always want to communicate everything. Okay. Sometimes that's overbearing. Sometimes that's a lot. Like, we need to find a happy medium because, you know, sometimes you are, you over talk, you over, what's the word I'm looking for? You speak over people, right? You're excited. And so, or sometimes you don't think about what you say because you just blurt it out. So, that's what I mean. There's just so many types of communicative styles that, you know, we can all work on and that actually, that matter within the relationship to make it stronger like you know this is not just a one well i have good communicating skills well yes but what can you do to work on him right this is joel's mind and he's always talking about how you can better yourself and so i just feel like there's always something you could do to work on to strengthen your relationship and communication is key but as along with communication i guess what i'm trying to say is listening you know you have to listen to your partner mm -hmm. just because they communicate with you doesn't mean you're listening to them registering what they say i mean they could be like telling you how they feel and you could not be present or you might not relate to it or understand it and then you're not really listening intently you're more just letting them talk so it's also important to listen to what they're communicating with you yeah i, I like that that's true um when you were saying that i uh it made me think of the people that are not able to like you know like you you had said, you know, if someone's a good communicator and <clears throat> someone else isn't, like, I think a good communicator can recognize that kind of communication style and being able to fluctuate, you know, to kind of either match their communication style or be able to communicate with them in a way that allows them to use their voice. Um, that's definitely a skill. Like, that's definitely, I don't think you know i think i think all of us kind of learn how to do that throughout the years um you know part some are far better than us than others naturally but um i think it's important like uh like you know kids you know when you try and talk to a kid and you're like what do you want 
and they're just kind of looking at you. They know what they want, but they don't know how to say it. It's kind of like in that instance where, you know, that communication of being able to get it out of them without being like, just tell me what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's important. Uh, it's, it's, it's important to be respectful and like to bring that, you know, that out of them in a way that teaches them to be, you know, to keep that in the memory bank so that when they progress and over time, you know, they're able to communicate, you know? Um, so yeah, so communication definitely is essential. Um, and I don't feel bad if you don't have it down. I feel like I'm still working on my communication style with Joel. We've been together for seven years and we're still working on it. You know, I'm still working on it. Joel's still working on it. I just feel like, you know, like he said, it's something that you learn throughout the years and eventually, you know, you'll have it perfected. That's the hope. But, yeah. you know, there's always growth. So yeah, keep I mean, working towards it. Right. Yeah. And I mean, even then, I feel like it's always communication is going to evolve over and over again like imagine our parents do live them living in the world that we live in today i would be doing a backflip every day you know what i'm saying like going from a telephone where a telephone used to be wired you know to um a cell phone to a cell phone it being a huge piece of block that had this huge antenna you know what i'm saying to having a phone in your car that was all like you know attached to the car you know, like Bluetooth crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and like now you think about the language of communication, like how that evolves, you know, like when I don't know, I'm, I'm you're from the valley. So I know you'd be saying shit like this when it, we're kids and everyone used to say ace. Oh, my God. I didn't <laughs> say that. That was my brother's generation. No, that wasn't. That was you. And I, that was your generation. I did not say ace. 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 Uh, lying i said steak sauce steak sauce who the hell said steak sauce <laughs> I said, yeah steak sauce <laughs> oh i don't know who the hell says that who says ace they everyone still say that that's so <laughs> my students be saying that ace ace was another word guy guy was a good word i mean for you us... still use that word oh whatever well, anyways <laughs> But yeah, you know, the language evolves as well. And, you know, that's when it comes to relationships, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like when you when it's a couple, it's a little like you gravitate toward each other, you know. Um, so like that language that you guys share will definitely be there. But when it comes to relationships outside of a, a couple relationship, like understanding the different types of languages and um, slaying out there is essential to like networking and communicating to other people um it's just different you know like it's just being able to like flip a switch and you know be able to talk to someone down the street in a in a, in a style that they're in a style they're familiar with and able to communicate you with um versus like walking into a interview and knowing that like you know the words that you're going to be choosing or you're going to say are you're specifically choosing or at least you know what i'm saying like you're gonna not gonna made have that same kind of um um style in your language when you speak to someone in an interview so but yeah um yeah it's going based off of what you're saying about 
you know, like Lupita was saying, you know, I'm still learning how to communicate. Like I am learning how to, you know, vocalize my emotions without being emotional. You know what I'm saying? How to be able to, to validate my feelings and be able to, you know, express that without it being, um, you know, over the top or overbearing or, um, un unwelcoming, like Lupita saying, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm definitely not, not an expert yet, not a mastery level, you know, but I don't know if I will get there, you know, hopefully I, I do, hopefully I'm able to communicate and have a style that is universal, you know, but yeah. So <laughs> next thing about relationships is let's go ahead and hit boundaries <laughs> boundaries boundaries so what's up what's up with your boundaries baby <laughs> where's the where's the line in the sand i'm in bed by 10 oh <laughs> that's my boundary that's don't ask me to do nothing after that it's 827 right now <laughs> we're good is that my bedtime yeah. yet <laughs> Love you, he thought you. I am. I blame my parents. Well, um, boundaries. Boundaries is something I have learned to establish throughout my years. Like, I definitely didn't understand what a boundary was aside from like being disciplined and knowing like I'm just not supposed to do that. But you know, once I feel like I got into college and was not around family members. Like, that's when I learned how to establish, like, I understood, like, the necessity of establishing boundaries because, you know, sometimes you just got to establish some boundaries, you know, for yourself and, you know, for others, um, which isn't always easy to do, um, especially in a couple relationship. That should be hard. Do you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Um, <clears throat> especially when you're young and everything's so hot and bothersome you got butterflies y'all both you know all googly eyed about each other <laughs> there's no such thing as boundaries ain't that right baby that's right baby <laughs> so yeah um, boundaries who i'm just kidding uh -huh, exactly <laughs> uh, never heard of such a thing no but that's on a real note guys that's super unhealthy boundaries are healthy yes <laughs> you should have boundaries for everybody for your significant other boundaries for yourself maybe this is where you draw the line for yourself boundaries with your family boundaries are important and you need to stand your ground with them because it's easy to let people step over your boundaries because you're a nice person and it shouldn't be like that you shouldn't have to feel bad for setting a boundary for yourself that you feel is healthy for yourself um regardless of what people think mm -hmm. so we kid, we joke, but boundaries are, they're a serious thing and they, you know, they should be healthy. You should have them. They're important. I agree. Uh, yeah, I think it's something that <clears throat> it establishes a, a level of respect between you and another person. You know what I'm saying? You get to know who's who when uh, you place certain boundaries and people respect those certain boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like when it comes to like, you know, time everyone's running on time and everyone no one ever has enough of time you know what i'm saying so like you know having that friend that doesn't respect that boundary <clears throat> where you know they're just constantly taking rather than they're giving um 
you know, that would be an example of having a healthy boundary, you know, for yourself and for them. Because one, you don't want to taint the image that they, that you have of them because they're not respecting your boundary. And sometimes like, you know, for myself, you know, for someone that didn't really know what boundaries were entirely until, you know, I was in a different environment, a different world. Um, sometimes, you know, you just got to let that person know. Sometimes they don't know. Sometimes, you know, people are just, they truly are, you know, a little naive to, um, the, the time and the energy that they're, you know, putting into you or taking out of you, you know? So boundaries, you know, just like communication is, is a necessity, you know, having that communication to set that boundary is what's going to keep healthy relationships around you. Um, especially in, uh, a one-on-one couple relationship, um, we've had to set boundaries throughout our time and, we both didn't want to, and we still don't want to. Shoot, if we could, uh, we are talking about it yesterday, if we could just wake up and enjoy our time with each other and, you know, live life the way we wanted to live life, you know, we would definitely love that. Uh, but we have boundaries with our work, you know, with uh, our, our side stuff, our side hustles, um, our alone time. You know, when I want to go and play video games, you know, Lupita kindly enough respects that and she doesn't, you know, make me feel bad about it. Um, but she also respects the fact that, you know, when I do play video games, it allows me to get away. You know, I'm, I'm you know, immersing myself in a, di- in a digital world where I'm able to just kind of, you know, focus on something else uh, other than what's going on outside of the video game world. Um, and I respect that. I appreciate that, baby. So thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, baby. Um, but yeah, you know, and there's other boundaries as well, you know, especially in a relationship where, um, you know, when it comes to you know intimacy, you know, some people have different levels of intimacy and especially for younger, or I shouldn't say younger, but newer couples, um, intimacy is something that you, you learn while you grow together, while you, um, you know, you stay together, you know, and some people, are on different intimacy levels. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Having that boundary that's placed there is there for a reason. You know, um, there's a certain level of trust people allow in their lives. There's a certain level of, um, you know, knowing that people allow each other to have, you know, and I, I think when it comes to a relationship and especially in a couple relationship, um, if you're not getting past those boundaries in a healthy way or, you know, or understanding those boundaries in a healthy way, I can see where a relationship will create uh, dissonance and, you know, start be- to become rocky and, you know, other kind of behaviors and um, habits start to form. So boundaries uh, are super, super healthy and super um, just helpful to understand each other, you know, respect one another and, um, learn one another's, uh, limits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's super important because, you know, you're not going to know what you're okay with until it happens. And then you're like, maybe I'm not okay with that. Or that actually is not something that, you know, I want to do. And then that's when you set those boundaries, but it's important to talk about them going back to communication. It's super important to communicate with your partner about those boundaries and your partner should be understanding in that you're asking for that boundary because, you know, a lot of the times we don't say that's our boundary or that that bothers us. And then before we know it, 
that our significant other will do something last minute, like, without intention, and that'll be it for you. You will blow up, you'll get upset over something your partner probably didn't even know bothered you in the first place because there was no form of communication. Um, and a lot of the times, I feel like this all goes down to difficult conversations. Um, they feel difficult, you feel scared, you don't know how to approach them. I mean, some of you guys might not have that issue. You're like, no, I'll tell my man or I'll tell my woman <laughs> what I need. And that's great. But there's some people who, you know, that's intimidating. They're not used to speaking up and saying how they feel and what they're not okay with. And a lot of the times it takes a lot in them to even voice that. So if somebody is voicing to you their boundary, don't shit on them. Don't be rude. Like it takes a lot for somebody to, you know, just voice and vocalize how they feel. And the least you could do is validate it. You know, listen, that's what I mean about having this conversation and communicating, but it's more than that. It's it's you also listening to your partner and understanding why they're asking for that boundary and working towards it so that, you know, it's healthy for both of you guys and it doesn't bother either one of you guys. I'm not saying that on a, you know, like a personal level or whatever, but I'm just saying like in general, you know, it happens. I have friends who call me and they're like, I don't know how to say this or, you know, so practice speaking out loud and practice being a good listener. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that essential part of communicating is also listening, you know, not being able to validate your partners especially your partner come on you know what i'm saying like if you're not validating your partner who else is going to validate your partner mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying ain't no one else should be validating your partner like you validate your partner mm -hmm. you know <laughs> and if you know there's a, a disconnect there because that skill's not there then that's something you know you guys um can talk about together you know what i'm saying that's something y'all both can work on uh, and that's the beauty of relationships, you know, relationships, they help you grow. They help you become a better version of yourself uh, by identifying the things that, you know, you didn't know you didn't have. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It's it's just uh, it's important to to be patient with each other, you know, and that motherfucker is hard. I'll tell you what, there's times where I'm like, dude, why can't you just do this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> why, why, you, you know? It's like it's like plugging you know a, a cord in an outlet and you're just trying to shove it in and you're like you know just do it this way it's not working do it this way but you know sometimes you got to be patient and wiggle in there just right so it goes in there you know what i'm saying it's kind of similar in in the spectrum of growing and learning each other's um boundaries and communication style you know if that person's not up to par with your communication style you know getting on their level to understand their communication style is something that may be needed and just so you know it takes hard work every day i mean not every day but it takes work a lot of your relationship like joel and i still continue to work towards our relationship mm -hmm. you know it's not like oh we're here this is it like it takes constant work all the time you are yourself growing as an individual and think about it your spouse has to 
also watch you grow and then re like readjust themselves to your new growth. So there's constant readjusting, constant growth from both sides, from your partner who's watching you grow and also wanting to grow and you watching your partner grow and learning these new people, these, you know, better human beings that you guys are becoming. And, you know, it's pushing both of you guys out of your comfort zone to be people to change or maybe not change, but just be, to become better. So definitely keep striving towards growth. It's going to be hard, but at the end of the day, I mean, I can confidently say that Joel's who I want to be with so he's somebody that's worth you know putting up the battles with and growing with so I'm excited I feel like I've got a lot going for ourselves and I hope you all do too your relationship should be fun for the most part don't get me wrong Joel and I duke it out Mm -hmm. multiple times we're still working on our communicator skills when we get mad yeah. <laughs> transparency guys it's, you know everybody's learning everybody's growing and all i know is this is who i want to do it with so mm -hmm. it makes it worth it and joel's on the same page so it works when you guys are both on the same page of growing and evolving and it truly is amazing <laughs> yeah i would agree i would like to share a story with y'all real quick so uh, a little bit about Lupita and I. She is so much more better than me at doing laundry. <laughs> and uh, I know a lot of you people out there can relate. Um, and the part that she's really like just outstandingly better than me is pitting the laundry away. I can wash the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I can sort them. I can, you know, do what I got to do. Pit them, wash, pit them in the dryer, make sure they're good. But when it comes to pitting them away, sorting them, um, and, you know, pitting them away, it, I'm not, I'm not good at it at all. Um, you know, so the other day I put laundry away probably about the second time ever, you know, while us, you know, living in this, uh, new place of ours. And I tell you what, it was so much more better than the very first time. So much more better the first time. Um, I didn't get, you know, Lupita's clothes mixed up because it was last time. Last time she communicated <laughs> that, you know, I put her socks in the wrong drawer. I put her underwear in the wrong drawer. You did. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? My, my point of that story is that you're going to, if you are not good at something, like, you remind yourself, give yourself grace that, each time you do it, as long as you're doing one percent better than the last time, you're you're doing better. You know what I'm saying? Um, in in most cases, you're probably gonna do a lot more better than just one percent. So like, don't hold yourself, uh, don't hold your head low because you, you know, it's only one percent. Like one percent is still one percent. You know, you do that ten times, that's ten percent. That's you know what I'm saying? That's that's gonna get you where you need to go. Um, whatever in whatever it is. Um, but just understand that for anyone that is out there that doesn't, you know, you know, you are still learning your boundaries and learning your communication styles. If you guys are just new and you guys are having these conversations just barely, understand like how many times that like count, if you can, how many times you've had these kind of conversations. If you all are um, been together for, you know, years like Lupita and I or even, old, you know, longer than that, and you guys, are able to count the times you guys had those kind of conversations on your hands. You know what I'm saying? Like it is a numbers game. The more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. 
you know, the, the less you do it, the more times, you know, the longer you've, you stray away from having that kind of communication and, you know, those in-depth talks, um, you, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. Um, so just something to think about, you know, the more you do it, the better you, you become at it. And even then, that doesn't mean you're going to be better nine day difference, uh, like myself in this little story of mine, because I definitely, you know, not to toot my own horn, I'm pretty proud of myself, was able to put away laundry without asking Lupita for help, you know, so. He deserves a gold star. Uh, much, much better. Thank you, thank you, baby. See, thank you for validating my progress. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I might uh, put laundry away a little more now. Who knows? It's okay, guys. Just so you know, he at least does the dishes. He does the dishes quite oh, often, actually. that's a whole <laughs> ass... All right. You know, that's a whole ass different conversation. <laughs> there you go, guys. I'm Continual gonna, growth. I'm just going to just gonna throw that out there. Sometimes sometimes you just got to do shit yourself, okay? You want it done it right, you got to do it yourself. Like, put the laundry away. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is why we work together as... <laughs> I'm fuck you up. <laughs> um, so yes, boundaries, communication uh, is very important. Now, this is a nice, good segue into the next uh, topic: arguments. Oh, yeah, <laughs> arguments. Arguments suck, dude. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're like both upset and you're like, "Fuck, I want to talk to this person." It's been six hours and we're both mad at each other. Like. <laughs> Who the fuck do I talk to? Especially when you live with each other, because y'all motherfuckers live with each other, like. Especially during COVID. Oh. Where the fuck are we gonna go? Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, it's a bad year for everyone. But arguments <laughs> suck, man. Arguments suck, but they're also, you know, like, you know, there's beauty in the struggle. You know, typically these communication styles and boundaries, you know. I'm just going to throw a fake statistic out there because I know it's going to sound relatable. But about eight out of ten times, you know, having these communications of uh, boundaries and, you know, having communication, it's going to stem from an argument. And the fact that the reason why I say that is just because we're not perfect people. We're not, you know, we, we didn't come out of the womb with a manual on how to be a best partner out there. You know what I'm saying? So these arguments, as shitty as they can be, if you're learning from them, they are going to make the difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for those that, you know, have listened to the previous, previous episodes, you know, the growth in the, in Lupita and I, a lot of it stemmed from the arguments and, you know, reflecting on those arguments and asking ourselves, do you want to continue to have the, that kind of communication style is simply arguing? Cause you know, if you, you know, didn't know arguing, is a certain communication style that we you know some of us you know are either born into are taught or you know it's, it's something that we we do have you know what i'm saying we all debate we all you know stand our ground to some extent you know what i'm saying so being argumentative is a real thing it's not um it's not like something that's always ferocious or ugly you know some people motherfuckers just like to argue you know what i'm saying we got we got politicians you know we all got that one friend that just always has something to fucking say you know what i'm saying <laughs> but when it comes to uh you know relationships you know your couple uh the couples out there um you know those arguments you know they're very important you know, they're very crucial they're very they're very uh um 
they are learning points. You know what I'm saying? They can you can turn it into a learning point. Um, you you all can both reflect on what brought you there, um, what got you out of that argument. You know what I'm saying? Like how you mend it, how you get over it, how you guys overcome it together. Um, you know, so as as uncomfortable arguing is, um, I promise you, there's beauty in the struggle if you allow it. Um, if you allow it to manifest growth within your guys' relationships, um, having that willpower and that um, accountability to you know say hey. Uh, I was wrong. Um, I should have said this or I should have done this. That goes a long way, people. Like um, taking accountability for your actions um, helps break down that wall that immediately goes up after you argue. You know what I'm saying? And the authenticity is the, as I like to describe, um, the light in the Christmas tree. You know, you can have a Christmas tree and look all cool and decorated, but what really illuminates that Christmas tree is the light. You know what I'm saying? How it makes it glow and sparkle. And this example, being authentic is what glows. If you're not authentic with your partner and you're just telling your partner, I'm sorry, I fucked up. I should have said this because of whatever. Motherfucker, that's not being authentic. That's just being, you know, abrasive and like, I just want to get over this, you know, understandably so. I understand. You don't want to get past it, but being authentic and being sincere is, uh, is, I would say, I should say more sincere than authentic. But, you know, being authentic and being sincere combined is what's really going to help break that wall down after an argument, after, um, you know, hashing it out with your partner. Um, but yes, arguments. I would, uh, would say that they are essential just because we have them, you know, and it's, we're not, it's not going to go away. You know, we still argue. Lupita and I argue all the time, people. And we're going to argue still. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have disagreements. We're going to, you know, think of different ways to do a certain thing and, and both stand our ground and be like, no, I think this is a better way than doing it that way. And, uh, you know, understanding how far we allow the argument to go is, um, is, is also a skill. You know what I'm saying? Being able to just call it quits and Say, you know, hey, like, you know, this is it. Like, you are just, you know, hey, whatever. You can have this one. It's like my mom always used to say, pick your battles. Learn how to pick your battles. Uh, and that's true to this day, you know. There's times where I'm like, oh, I want to say something, but I'm not going to. Because mm-hmm. there's just no point, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, ask me that, you know, several years back. And I probably would have said what I wanted to say. Because it took me time to kind of get to that point of being, being able to understand pick your battles. Like I had to live through it for me to really truly understand what pick your battles mean. Um, my mom used to tell me that when I was a kid and it honestly didn't really resonate so much until now being with, you know, Lupita and being able to understand like, Oh, I see, you know, we don't have to argue every single time. Like I'm upset. I don't have to, you know, voice every single thing that i you know feel like i don't have to react and make you know make it known sometimes you know you just gotta you know just understand that you know tomorrow's a new day you know whatever it is you know if it's going out to an uh, a social event a gathering or going to the mall or whatever you know what i'm saying like that's not gonna be the last time you do it so pick your battles you can you know argue about something and you're gonna more than likely nine times out of ten do it again you know what i'm saying and you know that would be an example of picking your battles 
<laughs> and I want to piggyback off what Joel just said. Um, it's important also to have that sense of self-awareness. Um, to know if you're the reason why these arguments are happening or maybe you're the reason why these arguments are elevating or, you know, it's not easy knowing that you're the reason why people are fighting or why you guys are fighting. It's not easy sometimes having those conversations with yourself and realizing that, you know, you might be the problem. Um, so <clears throat> make sure you're self-aware, you know, have those conversations with yourself aside from just, you know, is this a battle that I want to engage in? Um, what if they decide to engage in it, right? And how are you going to react? You know, how are you going to, are you going to react and be mad? I mean, we're all human. Don't get me wrong, girl. Don't get me wrong. I do it too. But, you know, it's self-awareness. Like, is this, is this how it's always, you know, every time we fight, does it end up this way? Um, I know it's not easy always being the bigger person, but, you know, it starts from within. It starts from your own self. So self-awareness, you know, with your argument, with your arguing, um, check yourself, you know. Also, mm -hmm. don't just check your partner. What are you doing? And Straight that's, up. yeah, so, I mean, I think it goes for both ways, you know. Check your partner, make those healthy boundaries, maybe not check them, but, you know, establish those healthy boundaries and then check yourself and establish those healthy boundaries for yourself and how you react and how you want to make a difference for yourself, too, because ultimately, you know, it stems from within yourself and, you know, you're a reflection of each other. And I feel like that's true to the core. Like you guys really are a reflection of each other. I feel like when you're in a good relationship, you can tell when you're not in a very good relationship. Let's be honest. You can kind of tell. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying that, you know, you can tell with everybody if they're good or bad. Sometimes, you know, people are good and they fake to be good and it's not all that happy and rainbow back home or vice versa, you know? So we don't know, but just self-awareness within everything, your relationship, your arguing and, you know. Yeah, I... I agree a hundred percent. Like it, it takes a it, it takes a lot of self awareness to change, uh, you know that argumentative style. Um, we actually had a conversation the other day, Lupita and I, um, about you know being the domino effect, like being the domino that creates the change that you want to see, and uh, a lot of people. I feel like are quick to be like, you know, well, they did this. I'm going to do this, you know, mm -hmm. well, if they stopped doing this, I would stop doing this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, being that bigger person, it does take you to be that first domino effect to knock all the rest of the dominoes. And, you know, it takes time, you know, like, just like, you know, if you've seen a, a big domino maze or puzzle, it takes some time for it, all of the dominoes to be knocked down and, you know, for you to see whatever it is that you're trying to see or whatever it does. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to say is that by you be being the first domino, you're not going to get that immediate result. It's going to take some time to knock all the rest of the dominoes out. If you're trying to commute or you're trying to alter the way you communicate, especially during an argument, like. You know, just for an example, like if y'all are used to cussing at each other or yelling and elevating your voices, start that domino effect by holding back on the cussing or elevating your voice, you know, hold back on being volatile, you know, um, and it's not going to change after the very first argument. And, and that's, that's what I mean by the domino effect. It's not going to change immediately. It's going to change after each argument that you've done and you know 
it starts to become more of a habit, you know, it becomes more of a pattern, you know, the hardest part that, you know, people, I feel like we, uh, as humans, uh, fail to, uh, acknowledge and, uh, understand is that we as humans love patterns and we get so comfortable with patterns that it, it blindsides us because we don't, you know, necessarily see our life as a pattern. You know, no one wants to see themselves as uh, this uh, spindle of a person that does the same thing over and over again. You know, we're all unique in our own ways. And that is very true to this day. Um, but we do have certain patterns. We do certain things. We have certain rituals, certain routines um, unknowingly. Um, so that does transcend into our relationships, especially the <laughs> ones with our partners. So if you are trying to eliminate or improve that, you know, argument of style or that, um, you know, the boundaries and the communication, just understand it does take time. Um, it does take a lot of self-awareness and a lot of execution. You know, uh, there's only so much you can do with the self-awareness. If you're not doing anything with that self-awareness, you're not really doing much. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, you, you have to follow up with the action, you know, just like Nike, just do it. You know, you just gotta implement what you're thinking and what you think should grow, you know, and test it out. Sometimes you got to do it for a couple months and see where it takes you, you know, see where that relationship is. It may not be where you want it to be, but it may not be where it was at before. And, and honestly, that's a win. You know, that's that pulls you away from a volatile environment where it allows you and your partner to understand a different way of communicating, which only plants another seed that it will eventually grow um, into something beautiful. So with that, um, we are going to go ahead and talk about our love languages. So before we do that, I'm going to go ahead and break down what love languages are. So for the men out there that have no idea what love languages are, um, they are a style of communication that we all share and reciprocate. Um, so I'm going to break down uh, these love languages real quick and uh, define them so that we are all on the same page. And the reason why I say men is because the very typical, this very stereotypical uh, definition of a man is uh, one that is not in tune with his emotions or his, you know, feminine side or his uh, emotional side. So I'm just calling out the men that, you know, picking picking up what I'm putting down. So. There's five love languages. Um, first one is words of affirmation. It's not really a specific order exactly, so I'm just going to go ahead just the bullets. So words of affirmation uh, is expressing affection towards your partner, communicating in an encouraging, empathetic, appreciative manner. Um, acts of service is when your partner uh, acts out rather than speaks in everything or he or she does uh, to ease their partner's burdens or responsibilities. Um, in other words, their devotion, um, receiving gifts, oops, receiving gifts, occasionally gifting your partner well thought out presence as a form of appreciation and love. The essence of this form of language is the thoughtfulness and the effort behind the end result and quality time. This is the fourth love language quality time. This love language focuses on spending time with your partner and giving attention. Those who like to spend quality time are usually good listeners. And last but not least, physical touch. This type of this type of love language concentrates on nonverbal communication through physical touch. 
um, hugs, pats, kisses, holding hands, um, direct way of expressing love and affection as a form of reassurance and calming. So, <clears throat> and I want to add something in there real quick. Love languages are as corny as they sound. Super corny. They're, <laughs> they're super important. They Just are. as they are they really super are. corny, they're super important, guys. You might not know how you like to be loved. And then all of a sudden you have a girlfriend who keeps buying you stuff, but they're not spending time with you. And that's low-key making you mad. And you're like, hello, like I want to spend time with you. And they're like, well, hello, I just got you some nice Gucci shoes. Like what more do you want? Well, that's not your love language, right? Like it doesn't matter how expensive these gifts can be. If you want to spend quality, quality time with somebody, that's what you want to do. So it's important to understand your love language. And it's even more important to learn your partner's love language it is so important to learn their love language because just because your love language is for an example this isn't mine but it's you know let's say your love language is gifts right and let's say joel's love language is quality time just like the example that i was using and you know i keep trying to love joel by buying him stuff <clears throat> and that's just i'm not feeling it i feel like he's not in love with me i feel like he's upset half the time and it's because it's not the way he wants to be loved and that's important guys you can't love somebody the way you want to love them because that's the way you love that's so selfish and I feel like that causes problems like you need to learn your partner and understand what makes them thrive what makes them happy and what makes the heart beat yeah what makes the heart beat and if that's you know quality time then maybe you need to get off your video games for 30 minutes before the end of the night and to, you know put those 30 minutes to your girl or your guy you know vice versa um you know Joel and I were always on the next thing hustling grinding we don't have a lot of time, right? But if that's our love language, like we need to make it our priority to give ourselves that time to spend together because that's what we enjoy from each other. And that's what keeps our relationship alive is giving each other the love that we want, the love that we deserve. And as corny as this little quote sounds, but you do accept the love you think you deserve. And if you think that you deserve a love without quality time, well, guess what? You're not going to get that quality time, but if you believe that you deserve that and that's what you want and you communicate that and your partner listens and they learn your love language, it can be so beautiful. And it takes time. It takes work, especially mm -hmm. if you're used to your love language and it's what you've always been used to. So accommodating and changing the way you love people could be difficult and different. And that, you know, scares people sometimes like, well, they want this and I don't know how to do that. But, you know, I'd like to jump in there and add like, yeah. <laughs> learning someone else's love languages doesn't necessarily mean you have to change your love language oh, the no. way you reciprocate doesn't need a change but the way you give out love it it's a give and take you know what i'm saying because one you're giving the love that you like to love but understanding that your partner may appreciate more of a different love style or love language you know it makes it makes them you know makes their heartbeat skip you know what i'm saying like understanding where your love language is and their love language is you know being able to have a hybrid of both of them i think that's what really you know keeps people in love with each other you know mm -hmm. like you know i'm just gonna go run with the example of lupita like if i uh you know if lupita likes to give me gifts and i want that quality time with her what would really knock my socks off is if she was able to get me a gift, but also spend time with me at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's a, it's a 50, 50, it's a little bit of hybrid, you know, you should, she's hit me with combos or eight. I don't know what to do. I'm just like bat, you know, I'm down for the count and you know, vice versa. Like, um, 
you know, being able to learn her love language, you know, being able to, like, she might like giving me gifts, but she may not like getting gifts. As mm-hmm. weird as that sounds, like, that's why, you know, these love languages, I highly encourage anyone and everyone to really, like, just take a look and watch a video on YouTube or, you know, read, um, read up on it because there is, it's different. You know, the way I give love is not always the same with the way I reciprocate it. Um, and that's something I'm also learning too, as I kind of transcend through life. Um, I'm learning that sometimes it changes up for myself sometimes, you know, or even for the person, like sometimes I really want to make a motherfucker feel special. I will go ahead and do what I can to make a motherfucker feel special. That's how I like to love. That's how I am. I love hard and I love big, you know, and uh, making someone feel special is something I like. You know, that's that's one of my love languages for sure. Like I, you know, I'm going to make you feel special. I'm going to put you on a pedestal and make sure the world knows that you are a special individual. He does. He really does. <laughs> I try. But um, so, yes, love languages. And thank you, baby. Yeah, thanks for, you know. Uh, chiming in you said it beautifully um it's very important for a partner uh you know relationship to really like truly harness the potential of the love and you know gratitude that you can reciprocate from one another like you know if you're constantly you know battling with your woman or your your man or you know whoever you know reflecting on that reflecting on you know whether it's you know, are not, you know, reflecting on it and understanding that, you know, hey, it might be this it might be because, you know, I'm over here hustling really hard and I'm not spending that quality, quality time with my lady because I'm over here hustling super hard so I can get her these amazing gifts, you know, but in reality, she just wants to spend time with you. Um, it's important to know that it's important to understand that. And that's a really good example, because I feel like that's a lot of our generation is you know, that grind is just as important, right? We need food on the table. We need our bills paid. We need to work. We need to grind. Um, a lot of us, you know, like money. We like spending it. I don't blame you. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, <clears throat> just easy for somebody to buy somebody something to make up for the fact that they're, you know, always grinding or always busy. And I'm not, you know, talking down to anybody who grinds. I understand everybody's situation is differently. And sometimes the grind is necessary to that extent, you know. But really, you know, take into consideration what you're doing and where that's your and where that is putting your partner because although you could be like you know i'm bringing in all the money like you need nothing you have everything you could possibly have yet they're still missing that one thing that they want which is you know maybe that quality time or that love that they're not getting but you feel like you're you know fulfilling it because you're bringing in the money you're you know providing for them or you know whoever that might be and it's important to know that it's not all about that like you need to learn your partner and understand that while yes that is great that you are providing and that you're hustling or that you're you know doing what you need to do for your for each other you really it really matters to take those extra you know 10-15 minutes to give to your partner in the in the way they want to receive it and that'll make all the difference guys like mm-hmm. you know don't like he said just because you reciprocate you give love that way doesn't mean they take the love that way you know learn their love language and give them what they actually want exactly just like i said about the christmas tree everything can be there but that spark may not be there those lights may not be lit because it's not what they are able to they're, it's not what they're wanting you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and having that self-awareness, having that respect, having that communication style and understanding like, Hey, you know, 
next time I may want to, you know, make them feel special on their birthday, I'm going to give them what they typically like as a love language. So thanks for breaking that down. You did a really good job, baby. So, um, we did a love language test and now before Before we dive into this, I want to put us to a test just so we can see oh, okay. how well we really know each other, especially on the spot. Just gonna use this. No, one. don't use that one. Use oh, some pencil okay. over there. Just be careful with that setup over there. Don't knock it down. I'll knock you down, baby. Knock me down. Maybe I'll like it. Just kidding. <laughs> mm, don't bet me the good time. All right, baby. All right. So, I need you mm -hmm. to guess my love language. Okay. Now, from <laughs> we got to use all five love languages. So, from the strongest love language to the least strongest, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, what are the choices again? I yeah. need to. Oh yeah, I have them here. I need to pull them up. All right. So. Um, I am going to go ahead and attach a link to the quiz that we took. It's, it's a super small, quick one. It's one of those cheesy ones, not going to lie. Um, Asked about 14 questions. So I'm going to go ahead and post that on my um, socials. Um, and y'all let me know if y'all end up doing this. Y'all have this conversation with your significant other. Test it. Test them. Test if y'all understand each other, if you learn each other. Um, and then, you know, talk about it. Ask yourself, do you agree with it? Do you don't agree with it? Do you think it's spot on? Um, if it is, then, you know, y'all motherfuckers know each other. And if it's not, then, you know, hey, uh, the beauty of it is that y'all will enter a world that you obviously haven't been in before. So uh, let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and take a look at these definitions real quick. So words, affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, physical touch. So, yeah, I hope I'm right. <clears throat> Just gonna throw that out there. You're... Mm -hmm. That's definitely you. <laughs> okay. All right, and. Mm hmm. Don't be looking at my card, baby. Hurry, baby. I'm going. I'm going. No pressure. Just got thousands of people listening to me at once. <laughs> okay. All right. Ladies first. Ah. Uh, okay. All right. We'll, we'll see how I did. Let me see what I got. Okay. Go ahead. You don't even know your own love language. Get out of here. Okay. I'm just whatever. <laughs> okay. So I think your love language is. Oh, it's between these two. But I just said quality time. For number one. For number one. And then I said physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and receiving gifts. All right, hold on. Let me write these down so I can point out how wrong you are. Ah! <laughs> so what did you say? I said quality time. Quality time. QT. Physical touch. P. T. Words of affirmation. Words of... Wow. What is that? What? It's a line. <laughs> Acts of service, your W doesn't even look like a W. Your W, shut up. <laughs> Acts of service. Acts of service. And then receiving gifts. And then receiving gifts. Okay, receiving <laughs> gifts. All right, so let me go ahead and write it down. So. Oh my gosh. 
Just tell me. Okay, so my number one, uh, based on this uh, test. Yes. Number one is acts of service. Really? Yep. I could see that. So acts of service, <laughs> number one. Words of affirmation are number two. Dang it. And physical touch is number three. Um, receiving gifts. Okay. Is number four. Four. Don't you forget it. And number five, quality time. You don't want to spend time with me? This is news to me. Oh yeah, that's exactly why y'all motherfuckers need to do this. This is exactly why you need to do this. Excuse me. <laughs> What's your number one? All right, so my number one is acts of service. Motherfucker wants me to mow the lawn. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just be, kidding. It'd be nice. Yeah, I'm just saying. It'd be nice. <laughs> so, I'm talking about acts of... Uh, uh, what is it? Acts of service. <laughs> I don't know what that is like, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You've mowed the lawn once. <laughs> oh, it was twice, okay? I was twice. I was... Okay. All right, so... That's number... interesting. I'm really honestly interested, like... So, yeah, so here, I'll go through it one more time. So, acts of service was number one. You said quality time for me. Um, words of affirmation was number two for the test. You said physical touch for me. Um, number three was physical touch um, for my test result. Words of affirmation is what you guessed. Uh, receiving gifts was my fourth. Uh, acts of service was the fourth one you chose. And quality time for myself. Receiving gifts. All right, quality time was number five. Uh, receiving gifts was what you picked. So shooketh, um, people. I'm shooketh. So now let me go ahead and break this down and see if I agree with this. So acts of service. Um, so by definition, acts of service when the partner acts rather than speaks. I love that shit. You know, mm. you know, put your money where your mouth is. You know what I'm saying? Show me the money. You know what I'm saying? Show me the money. Walk the walk while you talk the talk. It's the most sexiest thing I can see. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to go ahead and speak, speak a loud game, you best believe you better do a loud game. So I would agree. Acts, Ow! <laughs> <laughs> acts of service. I appreciate that. You know, it, it's one thing saying it, one thing. It's another doing it. You know what I mean? Like I, like I was saying earlier before, having all that self-awareness and not doing something with it, it really, you know what I'm saying? it's just it's it's useful it's useless you know what i'm saying um so i really do appreciate uh when someone you know talks to talk and they walk the walk but more specifically they show me you know what i'm saying show me you love me show me that i matter to you show me that you know i'm someone significant in your life you know what i mean so i would agree acts of service um i feel like we've taken it before and that wasn't your first one so i'm like yeah, that's what I'm saying, people. You gotta Shook. try. You gotta try these different. You know, and and it does change over time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It does change over time. Not everything's permanent, um, unless you're a hermit. You know what I'm saying? Um, so number two, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, expressing affection towards the partner, communicating in an encouraging, empathetic, appreciative manner. To be honest, I'm not sure if I would put that as number two. Not, I'm not 100% if I put that as number two, you know, my second strongest. I do appreciate words of affirmations. Words do make me feel good. I do. I mean, I'm a believer of affirmations. I am a believer um, that, you know, you you are what you hear. You know what I'm saying? You do what you hear. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I do appreciate compliments. I love that shit, especially when I don't expect it. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
I, yeah, I, you know, I really appreciate it. Uh, but it's not always everything, I guess. So we'll go ahead and stick a pin in that, come back to that. So physical touch is my third. And I would agree. I would say physical touch, um, is a good placement for, you know, being in the third spot. I do like it when, you know, Lupita comes up to me and she just starts touching me, like massages me. And like, you know, I feel the touch. I'm a big dude, you know, and I got some thick ass skin. Like if you're <laughs> patting me and shit like that, that I'm going to feel weird. You know what I'm saying? But if I feel you there and you like, you know, it's, it's a gentle, but like a pinch of aggressiveness where it's like, you know, like you want me to know you're there. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my God. Like <laughs> you heard. So <laughs> physical touch. I would agree with the placement. Number three, um, receiving gifts for number four. I would agree with number four as receiving gifts. I do appreciate gifts. You know, don't get me wrong. Uh, especially my friends out there. If y'all motherfuckers want to give me some gifts, <laughs> you know, I appreciate that. When it comes from Lupita though, <laughs> she usually tells me like, what do you want? And usually, like, she'll give me what I want. So, it's, like, it's kind of it's kind of expected, like, what I'm going to get because she's very just, like, just tell me what you want. I'm just going to get you what you want. And I appreciate that because I'm, like, okay, go get me this. Mm-hmm. You don't hold back. <laughs> I still don't got no Xbox, but, you Oh, know, my God. Just going to throw that out there. I'm going to just ignore that. We're just going to see, you know, come Christmas, <laughs> come Jesus' birthday, we're going to see... But the three kings came and left us underneath our tree. You better pray. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, um, and then my last one was uh, quality time. This love language focuses on spending time with your partner um, and giving attention to those who like to spend quality time. I'm be honest. So, you put that quality time was my number one. And to be honest, I would debate putting quality time at number two. So you would put it in number two. I would, yeah. I would. I think I'd put quality time in number two because I, yeah, I, I appreciate company, baby. I, yeah. Especially when we just bullshit, you know. Like, like right now it's cool. I feel like, oh, the fucking thing died. Or no, it's not done. Bum, bum, bum. Um. So, <laughs> like I was saying, um, I appreciate the times that we were able to hang out and just. You know, and and just be with each other. You know what I'm saying? With with no work or with no, you know, our side hustles getting to us. You know what I'm saying? We're able just to kind of bullshit and be children that we are. You know, we're big ass kids. Don't don't let our <laughs> uh, don't let our successes fool y'all, people. We are children to the core, and uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate the quality time that I have with you. That's why I'm a fuck with you so hard because you know the quality time that I spend with you that that it's real quality stuff. So. You know, I don't get that with anyone else. Not necessarily. So, I would uh, pit number two, uh, quality time. So, all right. So, now it's my turn to guess what you are. So, let me go ahead and do that real quick before I embarrass myself. So, <laughs> I already did that, huh? I did get to guess one. So, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right. So, Baby, I love you, but you are by far the most annoying person I've met in my life. <laughs> Quality time is for sure number one. <laughs> Followed up with physical touch, because whenever you're with me, you don't want you don't keep your hands off me. So I'm gonna go ahead with number two. Uh, and number three, I'm gonna go with words of affirmation because 
I know you like it when I compliment you, baby. Mm. Especially when you're all dolled up with your little fake eyelashes. <laughs> Bye, fly away. Gonna have to hold on to you real quick. Better hold on. <laughs> and then acts of service, because you always be asking me to do shit. Like, fill up your water cup. Those dang Starbucks. Oh, damn. I'm not even recording. Go, bro. Start recording. <laughs> Those dang water cups from Starbucks. Baby, can you go fill up my cup? All the time. Yo, drink your water, guys. Drink uh, your water. I be doing that. Joel's Testament right here. She thirsty. I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right. So, acts of service number uh, four. And last but not least is receiving gifts. As much as I know you like receiving gifts, uh, I would say that would probably be the least of priorities when it comes to your love languages. All right, baby. So, break it down. What's up? All right. So... I'm going to write this shit down. <clears throat> I'm even more annoying than you think. <laughs> I believe that. I'm not gonna... My first love language is physical touch. Oh, so my God. You it's are not annoying. enough for me to just be there. You got to fucking touch me. You're annoying. <laughs> I'm annoyed. You got to touch me, all right? Physical touch is my number one. Let me, let I don't guess. know why you didn't think that. At night? I don't go to sleep unless I'm touching you. Yeah, you're touching me right now. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Physical touch. I am, guys. I'm touching his feet under the table. <laughs> so I'm saying, trying to play footsies. Let Physical. me guess. Quality touch or quality time is number two. No. Oh. <laughs> don't take this test. It's bullshit. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't do love languages. I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's number two? Words of affirmation. Okay, okay. Talk to me nice. How do you not uh, know that? People, I'm hella sensitive. I know y'all know. Talk to me nice. Or don't talk to me at or all. Or don't talk to... Exactly. Or don't talk to me at all. You're just a big baby, baby. Mm, talk to me nice. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then my third one is quality time. So I need you to touch me. I need you to tell me nice things. And then we can spend time together. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Sound like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich over there. Mm -hmm. They're the best. And then tied is receiving gifts and acts of service. So they're tied. Oh, wait. So. But receiving gifts is first, but they're tied with their percentage. Okay, okay. And then words of affirmation. Is my number two. Number two in what? Uh, quality times. Number, number three. three. Yeah, this shit's stupid. Nah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, okay, that wasn't too bad. What do you think? So, what do you think? you think this is, like, correct for you? Do you think, would you agree with the the breakdown that it has? Oh, yeah. I, physical touch. You're super annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Nah, you need to touch me. Touch me. <laughs> and then, talk to me nice while you're touching me. And then the spending time together, I mean, that just comes with it. But it's not enough to just spend time with me. You got to touch me and you got to be nice to me. You got to say nice things to me. Um, and then receiving gifts and access service. I would agree. I think I love, I don't know. I just gives me some comfort to always have that, that touch, you know, the hugs, the kisses, uh, love me, the kisses. That's my lips, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. And then I love to be said nice things to like, who doesn't like to be said nice things to dude? That shit boosts my ego. I'm like, damn right. Tell me more. I like the way you smell. Tell me more. <laughs> and then quality time. I obviously like spending time with Joel. 
Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> it was her idea to do this podcast episode. <laughs> that, I'm just kidding. Obviously. <laughs> so, okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, I had fun. So, like I said, you know, this is all stuff that, you know, you can do online. Like I said, I'll link um, the little quiz that we did. Um, and y'all do as your significant other. Y'all let me know. Um, let us know how that went. I'd, we'd love to hear these stories. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Plus, you get to learn something new about your significant other. Like, I didn't know. I swear we took this test before. And his first thing was either physical touch or quality time. And now... It's acts of service, which I 100% agree. I, Joel is about action. Don't just mm. tell me you better make that shit happen. You better show me. Show me, motherfucker. Show me. So I totally, I mean, that's cool. I think I agree. Um, but it's interesting to see, like, the rest of their love languages and where they lay in their um, importance. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. And I, I think it, uh, it helps me to understand, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just the style like you know like you know going back to like communicating and never doing something before like to really put into context of what a love language is you know like this is probably like my third time doing something like this and uh like i felt like i learned more about myself and i learned more about the love language overall so like Mm -hmm. i said the more you do it the more you understand you know and do it you know later down there do it you know we could do maybe me and you could do this you know we could be the domino effect like it'd be a good idea to do something like this on your anniversary you know what i mean every year when it comes that special time of the year y'all can reflect on your your year and you know who you guys are together what you guys want to be how you guys want to love and live you know what i mean like who you've grown into what kind of love you've grown to love to appreciate mm-hmm. you don't know that until you've grown into it you know yep so I'm going over here spent fire today. What's mm. up? Well, this shit's free. Uh, someday you're going to have to pay for this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah. So, that is what we uh, wanted to talk to you all today about. Now, we're going to go ahead and jump into the questions. And big shout out to everyone that did ask uh, Lupita and I questions on our IG story. So Y'all are real ones. You yes. know who you are. Uh, you, yep, y'all, y'all know who exactly who you are. So, shout out to y'all for being real and holding it down um so would you like me to start would you like to start doesn't matter so i'm just gonna go ahead and start with this question um how do you guys deal with each other after an argument good question good question Mm, we're working on that (laughs) (laughs) yeah answers everything no um to be honest how do you guys do i'm gonna i'm just gonna share this because i feel like it's happened so many times and it's just cute like it really is you know like i would describe it as it's cute and very real there's so many times there there's been at least a handful of times you know i don't want to be too exaggerative but there's been a handful of times where lupita and i've both been really mad at each other and at the same moment we both like turn around and look at each other and about to say something and like you know obviously we see that we're about to say something and then we don't say nothing, but then we, you know, one of us says something, but like, we've done that on, on multiple occasions where to me, it's just comical and it's cute because it just shows how in sync we are. Like, we're obviously really upset, but we're also really like, we don't want to be upset with each other so much so that we both turn around, look at each other and be like, and then, you know, we don't say nothing. 
because they're like, you're going to say something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, but to, to answer the question, how do we uh, deal with each other after an argument? Um, it, it obviously depends on the severity <laughs> of the argument. You know what I'm saying? If she's out here, you know, flipping me the bird and being disrespectful. Not that she is, but you know what I'm saying? Just for context, you know, obviously, like, it's just the level of severity of the argument. You know, if, if we are just kind of, like, annoying each other, um, it's easier to kind of, like, casually, you know, come back to one another. When it's something like, you know, like a severe argument, it's something we talk about. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we distance ourselves um, either or. You know, when it comes to an argument, I think we typically resort to like a distance and spending time away from each other just as a break um <clears throat> you know on the severity on the extreme times where we are like you know at each other's throats and just like obviously hurt each other um because we are human and it happens mm-hmm. we have a conversation about it you know and typically those arguments end up where I would say we, you know, more than likely take accountability for what we did, mm-hmm. you know, and apologize for what we did or, um, you know, talk about how, like, you know, what can we do next time to not, you know, get to that level, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, you know, if it's something like we're just kind of mad and we're just frustrated because life and it's not really us, you know, it's not really us that are mad at each other and it's just life kind of getting down and we're just kind of taking that on each other. Usually, it's more of a casual, like, you know, I'm just annoyed with you, and we kind of get, you know, we kind of just, you know, intermingle, you know, one way or another. Mm-hmm. You got any thoughts? You got any two cents on that, baby? <clears throat> I just think life is hard, and sometimes we do irritate each other. We live together, guys. Like, Yo. you know, um, obviously, we're not going to show when we're upset with each other, when I'm mad at him, or if I'm flipping him the bird, but... And, you know, you guys just get to see the nice parts where, you know, I post him, which they are. They're not fake. You know, we spend a lot of good mm-hmm. times together. Um, I don't think I would be here if the love wasn't genuine. But um, we do fight. You know, we're humans. Like, you know, Joel gets on my nerves. I get on his nerves. And we do have a bad tendency of just, you know, not talking to each other sometimes. Like, just taking that space. Sometimes I will push it a little longer than it needs to be. Yo, that silent treatment goes hard over here. <laughs> hard sometimes and it needs to get better i'm not i'm not proud of it like it needs to get better you know those hard conversations like i've said it sometimes it's hard to talk about and sometimes you're still pissed you ain't ready to talk about it you know so sometimes we do like it does help that time to reflect on what i want to say i don't want to say anything mean you know this is the whole self-awareness um trying to be better about your arguments and not let them escalate so it's just a whole jumbo of stuff but we work it out i mean we wouldn't be here at the end of the day you know eventually we always talk about it you know we talk about how that made us feel why that's not okay and how we can avoid that next time or you know go about it a little differently just because you know we're human and we mess up and sometimes it happens even though you've already talked about it so just you know talking about it making sure that that's who you want to be with and actually implementing that change like if your partner is you know opening up to you and telling you that they're upset about something during a fight and that continues to happen like and you're not doing anything about it, that's not going to show much to your partner, you know? So it's a still a teamwork type of thing. That's interesting. You, do you think you need to cool off on the silent treatment? Me? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, I just need... I just can't. I'm not going to... Mm. If you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. 
And I truly believe that. Sometimes you're too heated. And let's be honest, ain't nothing you're going to say is going to make it better. Like, you're mad. Like, let yourself cool down a little bit. Come back to it. Revisit it on a, you know, more level head. Because then we say things we don't mean. Maybe we do mean them. And then, bam, feelings are hurt. And, mm -hmm. you know, it just... Reacting like that, it just doesn't ever get, go anywhere. So sometimes it just helps me. And sometimes it helps me be self-aware, like... Maybe I'm the one who fucked up. I get to process what happened and be like, you know, I fucked up. So then, you know, maybe I don't talk to him for a day. But then the next day, I'll go and I'll apologize. I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I thought about it. It's probably wasn't the best way to approach the situation. And, you know, we'll let's work on it. I'll work on it for next time and vice versa. You know, same with Joel. Like, you know, I was upset. Not because of you, but because of this. So I, you know, reacted. And then stuff like that, you know. So... Vice versa, it happens, but mm. give yourself grace and enough grace to know that you still need to work on it, though. As I feel like sometimes we give each other, we give ourselves grace so much that we don't take accountability for the fact that we fucked up. And you did, so. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't hold off on being, <clears throat> holding yourself accountable. Yeah. All right. Good talk. Um, next question. What do you guys do to spice things up? Ah. <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out here, people. Ah. <laughs> I'm good at keeping her on her toes. Ah! That's it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. You know what I'm saying? It's we important to keep it fun. Yeah, keep it fun absolutely. guys because it gets boring sometimes you've been with the same person for so long like keep it fun and talk you know what i'm saying like yeah. i don't ever do anything that she's not willing to do ah okay <laughs> <laughs> and, you know in other words like i i know her and i know my limits i know her boundaries like going back to the intimacy boundaries and stuff mm -hmm. like that i know what she's not willing to do and i know what she's willing to do and you know i know what i'm able to get away with you know in other words so you know uh we definitely talk about things you know um we're not afraid to have conversations um or share you know experiences of like you know a moment of of some sort if that makes sense um so communication is essential like we talk about <clears throat> A million different things you know we talk a lot you know if you didn't notice but um yeah um try new things having fun you know being playful and being open and knowing like you know it really like for me like and i know like for lupita like she ain't gonna be with no one else like i'm i'm it you know what i'm saying like i'm the motherfucker i'm the guy so <laughs> like I also know that, so I also don't pressure her doing things that she doesn't necessarily, like, may not feel 100% comfortable, because guess what? I'm going to be around for, you know, until we die. So, like, it may not happen now, it may happen later, you know, it may happen later than sooner, but, you know, like, just knowing that, like, this is going to be my significant other, like, that's my mind mentality, that's where I'm at with it, like, with our relationships, like, I'm going to be with this girl forever, and, uh, you know, like it's okay to like hold things off you know what i mean like wait until like fuck i don't know maybe 40 50 where we're like you know maybe we need to reach down into uh the bag of tricks and uh do something tricky you know what i'm saying um 
So yeah. Moral of the story, have fun. Yeah, have fun and communicate, you know, what you're comfortable and what you're not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. All right. Question number three. What do you think has kept you guys going this strong together aside for love? Hmm, good question. What do you guys what do you think has kept you guys going this strong together aside from love? Honestly, it's badass having a partner who sees your vision, who <clears throat> has similar um goals as you. Like honestly, I feel fucking invincible with Joel. Like I'm like, "Hell yeah, dude." Like oh. I love to hear his goals. I love that he supports my goals. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude, let's get this shit. Like, there ain't nothing more attractive than a man who knows what the fuck he wants. And he goes out there and gets it. And he knows how to have fun. And, you know, like, it's not... I mean, it is about love, but it's more than that. Like, it's a partner. Somebody who you want to spend your life with and go on adventures with. And and Joel keeps the spark alive like you know we're spontaneous we try new things um we push ourselves out of our comfort zone i truly believe Joel's made me a better person mm -hmm. um in all aspects like you know he definitely compliments me well and i appreciate the relationship we have so we go together like salt and pepper baby salt and pepper i <laughs> uh, thank you i appreciate that um i yeah i agree like Luita doesn't i don't feel like she holds me back and uh like i feel like our, our ideology is very similar and that really helps uh, you know keep us together i feel like because she doesn't make me feel pressured into you know what we're you know we come from a you know hispanic background a very uh to some degree traditional background you know what i'm saying um you know and uh, she doesn't make me feel like i had to f follow that traditional road and i'm not uh you know, I want to say that I'm not traditional. I have my traditional ways, but like I like to think outside the box, and I also like to think um, for myself and not do something because that was something I, you know, was told to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a very independent thinker and a very independent individual. Um, I'm gonna do it when I want to do it. You know, in other words, um, um, and like having kids, like you know, we're both 26 years old, and we don't we don't have kids quite yet um and i appreciate that she doesn't make me feel pressured into having that because um she sees the vision as much as i see the vision you know as much as i see her vision she sees my vision um and it and it wasn't something that we've had to argue or fight and you know it was like a compromise it was more like again like a conversation like you know hey like you know when do you want to have kids you know she wanted to have kids when she was 25 and <laughs> what the fuck yeah. i say that all the time what was i thinking bro yeah you know and then, and like i i didn't manipulate her i didn't change her mind i just was like i respected her opinion she's like i, I want to have my kids at 25 and i really thought about it i'm like hey this girl wants to have kids at 25 like i'm that's something i have to think about you know i'm gonna have to you know you know add that to my life but then i was like realistically speaking i'm like bro i'm like I think maybe 22, 21 at that time. And I'm like, 25 is in a couple of years from now. Like, I knew where we were going to be at in the next couple of years. And I'm like, this girl's not going to want to have these kids, like, with the life that we're living right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. I want to do hood rat shit with my hood rat friends. Yeah. Yes, you heard that right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we're having fun. Like, we're having fun. We're able to, you know, mm -hmm. agree to, you know, with the things that we agree with, you know. Some of our family members, you know, 
they've learned to respect our decisions and uh you know i support the <laughs> things that we do um because they trust what we got going for ourselves and mm-hmm. we appreciate that so like that also keeps the love together that our families although they you know they obviously want certain things out of us and so do some of our friends um oh my gosh yes <laughs> the baby asking is heavy it's over been, here yeah, heavy <laughs> super heavy so and just so you guys know we we do want to have kids it's not yeah. that we don't want to have kids. and we want to get married yeah. we want to have that but dude we're all, i'm trying to get married once you know what i'm saying i'm trying to do it once and i'm trying to do it once right you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and that may cost a little bit of time an extra time and extra money you know what i'm saying i'm trying to have fun y'all like this is where you know we are basically stepping on the hill and telling everyone like this is it we're getting getting married together for the rest of our lives so you best believe i'm about to have a banging bachata wedding where we're no. gonna be lit <laughs> having fun dancing and everyone's gonna have a good time yeah. we're gonna have good memories like that's what it's about people you know what i'm saying like it doesn't need to be all you know guns and glory and you know the most expensive wedding it doesn't even need to be like that it could be in a barn but as long as we have our people we have a good time and you know we have that good experience that's what i'm here for i'm here for the experience and she's here for the experience she loves we and her both love having experiences together and uh, i would add on to that like what keeps us together um is we like trying new things we like testing things we like you know going out and you know putting ourselves in different uh you know environments and we're susceptible to learning different cultures and different music and uh you know tasting the different waters out there and uh, i think that like we're super compatible when it comes to that like we're able to adapt you know with the fun and with hardships and with life um and that also helps us you know i would say keeps us together um keeps us strong because you know if one was you know if we were opposites like if she was opposite of me we would not attract each other for damn sure knowing both of us on our personality types um we are definitely not opposites like we're both annoying we both <laughs> want quality time he's more annoying than me no <laughs> not at all anyways um but you know what i'm saying like we you know, maybe at one time, I think we were opposites. I think when we first met each other, I wouldn't say when we first met each other. I think before we ever met, knew each other, we were definitely opposite people. Um, but we are so similar in, in what we want. And like, and when it comes to having fun, our goals, um, our success, our, you know, our children and stuff like that in the future, the planning in the future, uh, that's what keeps me strong. Like, I respect that, like, she wants to have kids earlier than i would want to have kids but like i'm okay with that like shit we honestly we could have kids right now dude and i'd be okay with it you know what i'm saying like right now we have the power of the choice to not have kids and we you know we're choosing not to but if she were to get knocked up tomorrow fuck guess who's gonna be a fucking proud dad me you know what i'm saying <laughs> I'm going to be all right. We're going to be all right. You know, I'm like, no me echen la sal. I know you know who I'm talking about. That baby's been asked. They've been asking for that baby. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> say, don't put salt on us. Like, don't jinx us. Yeah. Huh, shit. Where's the wood at? I know. You know who I'm talking about. True, true. 
Well, so yeah, so um, and it's not sad. Let me just say that it's not sad. But baby's a blessing. But we're just not ready for it yet, or we're just we got a lot going on for ourselves. Yeah, right now. like everything we do, you know, the, throw a little inside scoop in uh, Joel and Lupita's mind. Uh, everything we do is for our children. Everything we do is for our future. Like it's for our future family. You know, um, mm-hmm. our parents. You know, our parents. My parents come from a different background but a very similar background than Lupita's parents and, and vice versa. Um, and both of our parents have raised, you know, the roof for us. Their, their roof is our, you know, glass ceiling. They're, they're what's the saying? Mm-hmm. Their, their roof is uh, our glass ceiling. So, you know, no, our glass floor as our glass their floor. ceiling is they're, our glass floor. Yeah. So their ceiling is a glass floor. So, they elevated us to a certain level in our life where we're able to take off what they've taught us and learned uh, our, what they've provided for us so that we could build on it. And that's exactly what we want to continue to do for our children. Um, we want to take the opportunities that our, our families have given us and the sacrifices and everything that they've done for us and, you know, uh, multiply that by fucking 100 if we can you know, I want to raise uh, my children um, in a, an environment, in a world um, that allows me to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care to be rich people. I don't care to, um, you know, have a Bugatti or, you know, drive the nicest cars, have the nicest clothes, have the flashiest bling. I could give two fucks about that, to be honest. I want to be there for my child. I, Lupita wants to be there for her child. I know that. And that's something we both decided on. We want to be there for our kids. We want to grow up with them we want to watch them grow we don't want to be stuck at a nine to five we don't want to be stuck um you know having to be gone missing their you know their daily lives like i really want to be there for my children um just so i can see what these motherfuckers are like you know when they get older um but so everything we do right now um that's what really keeps us strong together is our future little our little future family that we plan uh and and pray to have one day Couldn't have said it better. Yeah. That's why I <laughs> fuck with you. All right. Uh, last question for my Instagram story. When are you getting married? Yeah. I would like to know that too. <laughs> huh? Was that? What is this? Is this not 2020? Are we like, we're just going to disregard that, you know, we live in a different age and world now? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? That my finger is oh. pretty light. <laughs> my hand's feeling a little light. Your little Sasha's fingers? Yeah. Look like you need a little... Look like a... Yeah. Look like I'm missing something. <laughs> Damn right. Look like I'm missing something. <laughs> look. All right. Fair question. <laughs> when are you guys getting married? <sighs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. That, I've never felt this kind of pressure in my life before. You know, going back to like, you know, how we were good on being on the same pitch. I'm not feeling like we're on the same page right now. I don't know how I feel about it. You know, I'm going to have to come back to you and answer this question. So, um, when are we getting married? Uh, I would say sooner than later. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> I guess in his defense, he's already asked me for the picture of the ring that I want. So yeah we're making moves towards it you know what i'm saying slowly but surely and it's also like i mean don't get me wrong i would like to be engaged or have a ring but i also know where we stand and where our finances stand like 
we just got a duplex. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're dealing with other stuff and, you know, a ring. I just feel like that's an expensive purchase. And I want a nice one, guys. You know, who doesn't want a nice ring? So I want a nice ring. I feel like I deserve a ni- daily affirmation. I deserve mm. a good ring. <laughs> so I also understand why we're stalling a little bit, but... You know, no rush. I know that that's Joel's who I want to be with for the rest of my life. And, you know. Do y'all notice how I said I don't care to have all the flashiest jewelry I and stuff? I didn't say that. I'm just going to throw that out there. Huh? I want a nice ass ring. I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> keep throwing that shit. All right. I want a nice ass ring. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, go ahead and pop out your IG questions. Good questions. Thank you for everyone that uh, shout out a question. Appreciate y'all. Okay. So, Angelica said, not a question, but I love you guys. We love you too, Angelica. Oh. was that? BJ's wife. Miss Mora. Yes. Mrs. Mora. Mrs. Mora. Mrs. Orena Mora. Yes. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you. That relationship right there, y'all, definitely are an iconic relationship. You Mm -hmm. guys are just... You're all sweet. You're all something else. I love you guys. Yeah, we do. Okay, and then what do you guys do when you can't come to a mutual agreement on something? We definitely talk. I feel yeah. like I'm like, honestly, Joel, I didn't like that. Or I'll be like, honestly, this is not what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, and that honestly, that that going back to the argumentative style, like that's where we debate mm-hmm. more so than we do argue. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we're like, you know, well, this is why I think we should do it this way. You know, and, and we do. We allow each other to kind of speak. You know what I'm saying? And when we don't agree with it, we, I mean, obviously we listen to each other's and then we try to compromise. I think that's what we do more than anything. We try and compromise and see what we can do and meet in the middle. You know what I mean? If it's something we can meet in the middle. But sometimes we're both look like fools and we're sitting there arguing about something when life really honestly gets, is the winner, is the victor. Perfect example. We, uh, went to california one weekend um and it was a shitty start to a great planned weekend we our our flights got um uh delayed and then they um got canceled or whatever the term is um and so we're we're tripping this is the first time we've ever gone through this so obviously you know uh with zero experience we we're doing what couples do. We were arguing. We were like, well, what the fuck do we do? Blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, and it was just, we didn't really know what to do. We didn't know how to handle it. So we tried calling the airlines. We tried being those people. We tried being Karens and being like, no, damn, damn it. You're going to put us on this plane. We got to get to where we got to get. It didn't work out like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once we got there, we, uh, we, what did we miss a flight? I think we missed the flight and mm-hmm. then, we, but they had scheduled us in a different one anyway. Yeah, so like it just was a, a huge mess. Uh, we ended up having to like uh, take a, one of those red, red eye, eye flights, flights down to fucking Portland, and we ended up having to sleep there. We had to wait five hours, six hours for the other flight. So we ended up sleeping in the freaking airport, like mm-hmm. looking like some bums. But, <clears throat> you know, in, in those instances, it didn't matter who was right or wrong. Life was the victor at that point we just kind of had to adapt and we did and we you know like we we're just like hey we're just gonna sleep here you know make sure you touch me make sure you know like we're touching each other make sure like our jewelry our stuff everything that we have is safe and um you know 
fucking yell if something happens. You know what I'm saying? And you know we did, and you know, and honestly, the the airport, that whole experience, you know, as shitty as it was, it was in a whole experience in itself. We, you know, we're able to get through it. Nothing happened to us. We were able to make our flight. We missed a whole ass day for our fucking hotel room, but we made the best of it, you know. And so when it comes to a disagreement, we try to weigh out the pros and cons, hear each other out. Um, and then meet in the middle. Uh, but sometimes, you know, we just got to accept the L. You know, sometimes life has different plans for us. Next question. Next question. <laughs> what are your goals for 2021? Damn, I haven't even thought about that that's, shit. Dude, that's what I said oh, when I got this fuck. question. I'm like, damn, I How haven't many days we got? <laughs> thought that far. And usually, something about Joel and I is we're very goal-driven. Like, we're always looking for the next goal to achieve. I don't know what it is about us, but we just can't sit down yeah, <laughs> for up. just like five minutes like we're always on to the next thing um super goal oriented which i really appreciate because that's my mentality like i'm like what's the next thing you know and i like to push myself i like that joel pushes himself i like that we try new things um so i don't know honestly what 2021 is expecting of us but i do know that i want to continue to kill it i want to continue to crush it i want to continue to push myself to be a better version of myself um always, always i want to continue to be a good teacher you know i want to continue to take care of myself my relationship my relationships with my family um and keep hustling honestly guys i know that we shouldn't idolize the hustling career um because we just all wish we were rich i do but i honestly i enjoy the hustle i love grinding i love you know, getting my paychecks and seeing that shit and being like, yeah, yeah, damn right. I did that on my own. So I don't know. I don't know what 2021 comes is going to come with. Honestly, we're super spontaneous. Um, if shit just pops up and we're like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. And that's honestly, that's my favorite word. Uh, <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Let's do it. Like, that's what makes, I feel like our relationship fun. She says it more than I do. I say it all the time. For sure. <laughs> I'm like, Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes for a fun life. I don't know. I don't know what 2021 expects from us. Um, I'm, ex I, you know, I'm gonna put out into the universe, manifest good things. Um, but I'm, ex I honestly, I'm excited for every year to come. Something new comes up all the time. Shit, we don't even expect. And I embrace that shit. I welcome that shit. Bring, give it to me. Even the hard lessons, they're lessons. They're not else. They're lessons. And we get over it. And then guess what? The next motherfucking thing on the list. <laughs> Well, uh, my goal for 2021, <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and just, just speak on my podcast because we're on this motherfucker. My goal for my podcast, to be honest, people, um, we're having a moment. So I hope you all appreciate this little moment that we're having together. <laughs> I would like to grow my following on IG to at least a thousand followers next year. That's my goal. So I'm going to do what it takes. Okay. So while y'all watch me do my thing and watch my stories and watch my platform, like, I, I hope you get to see me reach to a thousand followers by next by the end of the next year. So by the end of 2022, um, or the beginning of 2022, you know, Joel's mind is at a thousand followers. You know, I think it's an attainable goal. You know, um, and you know, and the, the real purpose for that is just to get me out there. You know, what I'm saying like I, I, I'm very passionate about being a better version of myself. As you can hear it um, in my previous episodes, as you can hear it in our relationship, like. I, something I strive, I strive to be the best version of myself, to be a better version of myself, but I also aspire to help those that want to choose that, that, you know, 
they've been in a predicament where they're like, I can either be the same person that I've been or do the same things that I typically do, or I could go through a different route and, and try to be better. That was, that's what fires me up people. That's what really gets me going. Um, and I want to connect with those people. I want to reach out to those people that are going through those, um, you know, those trials and tribulations and are wanting to choose growth rather than choose the same thing over and over again. Um, so I really want to get myself out there and, uh, you know, grow this platform so I can help those people out there, you know, and hopefully build a community, you know, have people talk with one another, uh, build a space where we can, you know, learn about each other and learn about life all at the same time. Because to be honest, people, we are all on the same floating rock in this fucking place of a universe. You know what I'm saying? Like COVID it affected all of us one way or another. You know, global warming is affecting all of us one way or another. Our fucking trash affects all of us one way or another, people. Like, at the end of the day, we are still living on the same playing field. You know, some of us are in different areas in our in, in the world and in life. Um, but I was having a conversation with my brother the other day. And I was telling him, like, we are all in, in a rat race. We're all in the same race. We all started somewhere and we all are going to end somewhere. We all start with life. And we all are going to end with death. There is not going to be someone out there that's going to overcome that, you know? So I really want to uh, build this platform, build this message, and uh, inspire those that choose growth. That's what I want to do. Um, big goal of 2021. Uh, my second goal is to clean up all my debt uh, that I possibly can with my credit cards. Um, it's not too much. It's attainable. I'm actually going to try and do it in uh, in less than six months if I can. So call me crazy. But um, with everything going on right now, um, I, you know, with what we got, um, I really want to get that out of the way. So that way it allows us to, with more room of opportunity investments and growth and, um, you know, and just, you know, enhance my financial fitness uh, in my own world. Um <sighs> And what else? 2021. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, just continue to be a better version of myself. Continue to learn, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. um, I'm excited. I, I feel like, you know, it's, it's taking me time to kind of learn how to do everything I'm doing now. Uh, you know, creating these episodes, keeping up with my social media, um, keeping up with my job, keeping up with, you know, being a boyfriend. Um, a brother, a son, all the above. Like, um, I'm, I'm interested to see where Joel goes in 2021, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, uh, my goals, my, my hopes and dreams. I hope you accomplish everything you set yourself oh, to baby. I will with you by my side, baby. <laughs> you got this shit, baby. Thank you. How many kids do you guys want? Fun fact. I'm going to take over. Go ahead. Joel's dad is a twin. So who knows y'all? I might have waited too long, and we might end up getting two at mm -hmm. once. <laughs> two for one special. Two for one, yeah. Um, so twins do run in the immediate family, so we shall see. Um, but I want, I just want my little parecito. I want my little pair, a little boy and a little girl. Um, if I have two boys or two girls, I would probably go for a third one to try to get my little pair. After the third one, if it's three boys and three girls, I think I'd be like, you know what? It's just not happening. <laughs> I don't know if I'd do more than three. I think three is like max trying to get, you know, the other gender. But really, ideally, I would like two. 
Yeah, I would like to honestly, if I could get a boy and a girl, and we're good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, w- I would, I would take that um, boy and a girl, and be donezo. Um, just because more mouths, more, more another mouth to feed. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to all you parents out there, all yeah. your moms and dads holding who it down. holding it down. Yeah, for your uh, kids, because y'all. I'd be coming home from work when I was driving home from when I was working from um, my job. And that's literally what I would think. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. Imagine if I had kids. Mm-hmm. For real, <laughs> I'm like, I would, like, have to go home and take care of them. So y'all are heroes. I really don't know how y'all do it. Yeah, straight up, straight These up. little humans are going to be your responsibility till forever. 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 forever and, ever. you know, I just want you guys to know I, I appreciate you guys, all you guys that are, you know, out there. Holding it down for your families and your kids because that really is a huge accomplishment. We hope to be there one day Um, But until then, I don't know what it's like and so Shout out to all those badass parents out there holding it down for their kids Um, But I only want to (laughs) Yeah, I agree, you know everyone that is out there grinding and you know and you know Especially all you young parents. My parents are young parents Mm -hmm. and you know, like I respect them a lot because they've provided me uh, a life where you know I'm, I'm this is where i'm at now you know but it was much more than what they provided it was more more so what they taught me throughout life you know i really was able to understand um life in a different lens and a lens that i honestly like you know i don't think anyone else can really have and i feel like that's for everyone in their own family like you know you get a specific lens when you leave your parents home and the lens that my parents have provided me um is is awesome and i love it and i appreciate them for that uh, so with that being said like that's why i would like to you know do things a little differently with my children and be there for them not that my parents weren't you know necessarily there for me but um just you know just take what they've given me and build on that so um two kids they had two kids you know and i feel like they're able to manage it uh, and I feel like I ought to be able to manage two kids. And, you know, if we're able to, you know, manage a little more, then so be it. You know, I don't, I think we'd only make that decision if we're able to, you know what I'm saying? But if it was a blessing in disguise, you know what I'm saying? That's where, you know, we just got to step up as parents and do that if that were to, were to come. But, yes, uh, shout out to all the parents out there holding it down for your, your children. Um, you know, I come home and have fits a lot more than, you know, I probably would if i had children so like shout out for the parents that you know how to you know grow and learn you know, on, on the fly you know what i'm saying so um y'all keep doing you you guys are the real heroes um mm-hmm. especially during this time in covid you know i i could only imagine what it's like to you know talk to a little one and be like hey you know you have to wear this mask when we go here now because the world is changing um so kudos to you uh tip my hat off to all y'all doing that Y'all doing a good job. Keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And don't let anybody that's not a parent make you feel bad about how you are a parent. Okay? I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. Fuck. Y'all don't Fuck, know. Fuck, am I going to tell y'all what to do? That's you what, know what I'm saying. saying? I don't have my own fucking kids. Like, how am I going to say anybody out there trying to tell parents what to do and y'all don't got parents? I'm going to tell you right now. Don't say nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't know. I mean, unless... Yeah, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just going to go there. But go ahead. Okay. Who's always right? Oh, you all already know that question. I'd baby. Duh, me. Oh my goodness, <laughs> wrong, uh, wrong again. So yeah, we all know. Mm. You know, I think we both can agree here that I'm the right one all the time. <laughs> mm, we 
hammer days. Oh, <laughs> just tell them, baby. I know you don't want, I, you know, I get it. You know, we're talking to an invisible audience and, uh, you know, thousands of people will hear this one day, you know, so just. This is the perfect example of choose your battles. Sure, baby. Sure. <laughs> like I said. You always win. Like I said, I was right. You know, always right. Shout out my mom for oh, making me always right. Oh my gosh. Anyway, next question. How do you guys stay madly in love? Oh, so what I do is I smack them upside the head with all the love I got. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, way to ruin it. Way to ruin it. I'm gonna say I got the back of her neck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you grab it, I smack it. What's the difference? <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh. I was gonna say, I grab the back of her neck and I look in her eyes, but you know what? I just grab the back of her fucking neck. All right. No, he cups my head. Don't let him lie to you. Don't let him lie to you. She got a little egg shaped head. Don't, don't say that. He oh. says I have a little egg shaped head and he cups it like a football. The disrespect. More like a basketball, but you know. <laughs> you know who's keeping track? Who's, um, who's comparing your head to. Uh, circular objects in the world you you are but anyway how do we stay madly in love honestly i don't know i just love this dude yeah with all my heart like there's no really an explanation he makes me happy he respects me he listens to me and i disrespect her in the ways that she wants me to anyway he's good to me (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding don't disrespect a woman um Honestly, Lupita's one of the realest fucking people out there that I know. Oh. Like, so, like, she's, like, legit a real-ass person. And, like, I really appreciate that. There's, like, I, you know, the city I come from, you know, the environment that I grew up in, uh, you know, there's a lot of pretentious people out there. There's a lot of people that, you know, they want to fit a glove. They want to fit a lifestyle or a, fit a persona that that's not them. And for me, I feel like I'm, I'm you know, naturally keen at, you know, finding those people or knowing who those people are you know it's like sometimes it just doesn't resonate with you know you know who they act or how they act doesn't resonate with who they are you know um and lupita's kept it real with me ever since day one you know she's kept it 100 kept 100 with her Uh, i knew i needed to you know and when i knew i was blessed with this opportunity uh to meet this fine young lady um I knew I had to do it right, and I had I knew I had to do it um, authentically and 100 percent all the way through, and that's exactly what I did. And she's kept it real with me, people. Like I, we come from two different backgrounds. My story and my upbringing is completely 100 percent different from hers, and I shared that with her, and she kept it real with me 100 um, percent through and through. And you know, I appreciate that. So that's why I'm madly in love with her. I don't feel like she is, she's, she's shakable. You know what I'm saying? She's, she's solid as, as a stone, you know, she's, she's hard as fuck people. She's, <laughs> she's one of the hardest girls I know. And, um, that's why I'm in love with her. Cause I know I can trust her. I can rely on her. Like if something were to happen to me, I know this girl got it. Like she's going to take care of me and whatever happens, you know, if we have children and I die, those kids are going to be taken care of. I have no doubt in my mind that, you know, I'm going to be all right. So that's why i'm madly in love with her fucking love you baby fucking love you too baby (laughs) next question that's it that was that was we ended on a good note (laughs) how do you guys stay madly in love 
that was a good question right that was well, a good question so yeah um i guess to add on that real quick <laughs> <laughs> since that's the last question but i i see that she continues to strive and maybe a better version of herself and that like you know that just gets me going people like it really does like she tries to be a better version for you know not just for herself but for you know for the people around her and, and i feel that like she does try to be a better partner and, and it's not because i forced that upon her but like she authentically genuinely wants to be better for you know for the relationship and that's hard to come by you know some people just they're mad at the world or they have something against something they got some entitlement or you know they feel like whatever it is you know that's you know that trauma that's you know hurting them so much that it's blocking the worst of the world out um and they don't want to grow or they don't necessarily know how to grow um i, I just know for lupita I'm, you know my woman my relationship i'm blessed with um i don't have to fight her with that and yeah, that's part of my core belief is to be a better version of myself so like meeting someone that already has that instilled in them without even having to like i guess discuss that or you know um plant that seed in them um that just is just a plus for me so i respect it and i take good care of it because you know nothing's ever promised so i make sure i do what i do to make sure i stay the good man that i am and be a deserving man of her you know because she's a great woman and she does with the world oh thanks baby i just want to add in there too like <clears throat> there's a probably my favorite thing about joel is he truly makes me feel safe i feel like you know i go anywhere with him and i don't feel like nothing's gonna happen to me i feel like he's got me i feel like he is gonna protect me i feel safe sleeping at home i feel like i know that's maybe doesn't sound like a lot to somebody but I'm a scaredy cat <laughs> and yeah, and I need to feel protected. I need to feel like I'm, you know, I've been very blessed with my parents and they're big, like teddy bears. They're always, uh, they're hovering over me. They really do overprotect me. And so I'm so used to that. I'm so used to feeling that safeness of like my family being there. And Joel does such a good job of like always being there and making me feel safe. And, you know, I really truly feel like, you know, I can take on anything rule the world with joel um i truly believe anybody is capable of doing anything they set their mind to and so i'm just so excited that joel has that same mentality and so you know if thankfully we've been blessed and if god is for us who can be, be against, against us? us and you know we're a force to be reckoned with <laughs> i can be your superman what you know about that baby <laughs> i'm just kidding i know you know that is the end of the episode thank you guys for tuning in i appreciate you guys for making it this far this has been the longest episode that we've done uh so i thank you for everyone that has listened through uh, from start to finish and i appreciate everyone that did come back and finish the episode um if you like this episode please rate and subscribe to my podcast channel so that way you get notified every single time there's a new episode uh follow me on my youtube channel i am recording this episode right now and this motherfucker died on me a couple times so i'm gonna have to figure out a way to make it all come together but i just have dropped my very first episode um on that channel so 
definitely go check it out. Subscribe. Follow me. Um, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, help your boy out. Help me grow. Help me be a better version, a better podcaster. Um, and engage and give me some feedback, people. I highly appreciate it. You know, I'm here to win and I'm here um, to serve the people. So let me know. Um, appreciate you all coming. Take care. Love your loved ones. Talk to them. And, uh, you know, let them know how you feel. Learn your love languages and have some cool ass conversations with your partner. Um, fucking get naked and stare at each other's eyes. <laughs> and just, you know, have fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Just do what you got to do to feel vulnerable with each other. Because it's a very special moment when you're able to feel vulnerable and be naked physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. Okay, there's power in being naked. <laughs> All right, until next time, peace, stay safe, and stay positive. Bye-bye. Bye. Baby, I'm hungry. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs>